Welcome to the Hillside Baptist Chapel's weekly podcast. Please listen as Dr. Steve Wood, pastor, teaches from God's Word. Contact information is as follows. Dr. Steve Wood, pastor, phone or message at 6438-6541, email at steverwood002 at gmail.com. Prayer requests can be sent directly to hbcprayerlist2020 at gmail.com. Good afternoon, everyone. Good to have you here for summer memorial service. And uh, we're going to be singing Amazing Grace as our first hymn. So if you would, let's stand and we'll sing. Oh, I'm fine. 
You may be seated. I've asked Dr. Fred if he would, Dr. Fred Menton, if he would come and lead us in our opening prayer. And he has a few words that he'd like to say as well. Thank you, Father, for this celebration time when we know that summer one day met you and she's with you now. And we thank you, Lord, for this opportunity to celebrate her life knowing she's a born-again believer in Jesus. An amazing grace. How sweet the sound was that when she met you. Thank you, Lord. And help us to maintain our spirit of the Lord as we go along and remember summer because she did know Jesus and every Sunday she'd come and worship you in truth and in spirit. Thank you for this time. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. I'd like to say this about summer. Marlene and I, of course we've been here about six years or whenever it was, we came in here and Marlene met summer and there came a time when we were transitioned from one house to another house excuse me we didn't have any you said where shall we go we talked to summer she will come and stay with me and we stayed with summer for two weeks before we found something she was a gracious lady all of you know that because that's why you're here and we thank you for the Lord Jesus Christ who makes it all possible. Right. And thank you very much. Sigrid Snyder has asked to be able to say a few words. She's a next door neighbor from uh, Summer and uh, knew her very well, probably better than any of the rest of us. Sigrid. First of all, I want to thank each one of you who are present here and also thank Pastor Wood for giving me the opportunity to say a few words to honor the memory of our unforgettable summer. I met Summer more than six years ago when I moved to Brisas, and she was the first and only neighbor who knocked at, on my door and with her excellent manners, she offered me her friendship. I watched in disbelief how an elderly person had so much energy. Back then, she drove her red truck so fast and was so independent. <laughs> Everyone will remember her with characteristic elegance and beauty. She loved her dogs and talked constantly to her parrots. <sighs> we all knew her unwavering faith in Jesus. She constantly read the scriptures of the Bible and she sung 
sang, sorry, the psalms with energy and determination. When she spoke to me about God, her face was filled with joy. I recognize her in every flower in her garden. I will always have in my mind the memory of a generous woman. Are there any others that would like to make any comments here today? Yes. Sure, you sure can. By the way, we're making a recording for Roxanne, her daughter, and so she'll be able to hear the services at a later time. Hello, everybody. My name is Allison. Summer's been my friend for 14 years. Amen. Summer and I uh, really enjoyed our first Bible studies in our first church here. It was right across the road, little pizza parlor. And uh, we had such a wonderful time with retired pastors in lessons that we all shared together. And her illumination, her joy in the word was something as a friend I cherish and I miss her so for that. This is a poem I wrote, and it's for Summer, and you too. It's called Godly Gifts. I'm shaking. This is hard. Today I wake, and I open the present you gave to me. It's cover worn, it's pages torn, and lines marked. Look at me. Notes I wrote in columns when discernment sent wisdom along. And you, dear Lord, took my hand. And you taught me right from wrong. I love to jump inside and journey in your truth. You take my hand, pause, and on the rock I stand. You guide me through my youth. You feed me milk, Lord. And I hunger and I thirst each day that I'll grow up strong in you and you'll send me on my way that I might take another like Summer did. That I might take another hand on many glorious trips. Through your word, your voice would be heard and I'd speak it on my lips. Inside is a holy adventure a never-ending maze of lessons that guide me right on through my worldly days. For when I close the cover and I put that book away, that gift you gave each morning inside my heart does stay. So now I say a prayer, Lord, that I never do forget that when I take that holy journey, closer to you I get. I learn just what's inside your mind, Lord, what goes on inside your head. And when I march on through my days, you walk ahead. And thank you, Lord, for the gift and I give you all my praise. You take my hand each day, Lord, and you guide me through my days. <laughs>
but even greater than your word, I give my thanks to thee. That on that cross, God's chosen day, you did die for me. I love you, Lord. Amen. You know, I could see Summer saying those words. It sounds like her, doesn't it? Any others that would like to come and say a few words? Good morning. I, I met Summer six years ago when we came. I, my husband stayed with me for five days and returned to the States to take care of our business. And Summer came up to me in church the first time I was there and she said, um, well, I'd like to meet you and I would uh, and get to know you more. And I thought, this is fantastic. I've just arrived. I don't know anyone. And so she said, we're going to go to lunch. So we did and had a marvelous time. She had a friend with her, uh, Lynn. And so there was a lot of times, you know, when you're here by yourself, you can be a little lonely. But no, she'd come along. And after church, we always had lunch and went off somewhere. She became a very, very good friend. And as you know, Fredel told you, we spent two weeks with her in her home, which was marvelous. And we, she also became, I became her confidant. Um, she had a marvelous, interesting life, had done many, many things. She just astounded me the many things she had done in California and different careers she had had. She was a very, very sweet lady and very positive about what she thought. Sometimes this could be difficult, but most of the time it was with me, it was okay. I'd say, no, I don't agree with that summer. And then we'd go on and talk about something else, which is what happens when you're good friends. I am so delighted for her that she's now with the Lord. She was becoming so lonely. And so this was her absolute desire, and the Lord has granted it. It's a wonderful, wonderful day to celebrate that she's not with us. And we can enjoy the fact that we've known her, enjoyed her company, and one day we will see her. Thank you. Amen. Okay. Yes. I'd be remiss if I did not mention Summer's favorite subject, the rapture. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I would share with Summer scripture. We'd study the Bible together. And her biggest desire was to be alive at the time of the rapture. And I would always assure her what the scripture said that those who are dead in Christ would rise first to meet the Lord in the air, and then those who are still alive would join them. She did not get to be here in the physical presence to go up to be with the Lord with the rest of us, but praise the Lord, she's going to beat us there in the air in the end. Amen. Okay, anyone else? I was talking to Roxanne the other night, and uh, we were talking about her mother and uh, her looking forward to the rapture. 
And uh, she said, you know, you didn't become her favorite person because you always told her he might not come during your lifetime. <laughs> and we have to say that, don't we? We don't know when the Lord's going to come back. I really think it's going to be soon. But He hasn't come yet, has He? And we don't know when He's going to come. And uh, so, uh, in our lifetime maybe, and it may be today, it could be before this service ends. Isn't that true? You that know the Scriptures can say amen to that with me. I want to read the obituary and let us see this Summer Kent Duran that lived from 1937 to 2021. Summer was born on February the 2nd, 1937 in Kansas to Roscoe and Jackie Kent. The family moved to San Jose, California in the late 40s where her father was a business owner and her mom stayed home with Summer and her sister. Summer was one of the original Haight-Ashbury hippies in the 60s, if you can imagine that, making her home with her husband Rodney in the San Francisco area. Summer's children are Roxanne that I mentioned already. Her mother called her Twitty Bird and Randy and Laura. Laura lived with her mother the last of her life and passed away here in Boquete, Panama. Summer's grandchildren are Noel and Patrick and great-grandsons Josie and Jesse. Now think about her life for just a moment. She didn't live in one place, did she? She lived in California, as we mentioned, of course Kansas at first. And then she lived in Alaska, Louisiana, Florida, Maui, Hawaii, and then she and Robert relocated from Maui to Panama in 2005. She said that she was one of the first expat adventurers to make their home in Boquete. Summer's first love, as has already been mentioned here today, has been the Bible, her church, and her Lord Jesus Christ. Let us pray. Our Father, we thank you this afternoon that we have the privilege of being able to honor the memory of summer. And I pray today that we'll come away from this service remembering her as the person that she was. And we ask your blessings on those that have come to honor her today. And we ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Alright, our next hymn... The old rugged cross, isn't it? All right. Would you like to stand? On a hill. 
trail far away Stood an old rugged cross The emblem of suffering and shame And I love that old cross Where the dearest and best For a world of lost sinners was I know some of you have received a notice that we were going to be having refreshments after the service here today, but Mensa still doesn't allow us to serve food here at the church. And we checked on that prior to having the service today. I thought maybe we might be able to, but uh, uh, that rule is still in effect, and uh, so uh, we're not able to do that. And so I'm sorry that some of you got misinformation about that. Today I'd like to speak on the subject of if only. If only. Far too many folks suffer from that most contagious of all diseases. Maybe you think I'm talking about COVID-19. <laughs> but it's not. I call the disease the if only syndrome. The germ of discontent can infect a single host 
and then overtake an entire community affecting every aspect of life physical mental emotional and spiritual many times we experience regret at the death of a loved one some of us have experienced this with summer's passing me included but God gives us the scriptures to help us understand that we're not to dwell in that if only place Joshua chapter 7 verse 7 we find one of these times in the Bible where people were suffering from this malady. It says here, if only we had been content to stay on the other side of Jordan. This is after Achan had sinned at Jericho, coveted the forbidden spoils of war, and then the Israelites had been defeated at the little place of Ai. And we find this if only given by the Israelites at that time. But God was showing them their sin, telling them to repent and make things right. And they were cured of that if only syndrome then they were able to go on into the promised land and take that promise that God had given them and they occupied the land now God even gives us some if onlys in the scriptures and one of these is in Isaiah 48 verse 18 where he says if only you had paid attention to my commands, your peace would have been like a river, your well-being like the waves of the sea. If only. God is telling us that we need to see that He has something better for us than the things we're looking at in this world. If only you had paid attention to me, pay attention to God, see what He's telling us. The following is a, a list of some statements said by those that are caught in this in if only syndrome. Some of these may be right at home with you. If only I had more money. Most of us have been there at one time or another, right? If only I could make better grades. Not many of us here today could be thinking about grades, but uh, we have some that are thinking that way. But they're making good grades, so they don't say that. If only we owned a nicer home. If only we hadn't made that bad investment. If only I hadn't had such a bad background to come from. If only she had stayed married to me, or he had stayed married to me. If only our pastor was a stronger preacher. Some of you can stay that, can't you? 
If only we could have had children. Or, if only we hadn't had children. <laughs> if only our business had succeeded. If only I'd said, said, said no to drugs. If only they had given me a break. If only I hadn't had that accident. If only we could be back on our feet financially. If only people would accept me as I am. If only my folks hadn't divorced. If only I had more friends. If only I had said more to some. The list could stretch on from here to almost eternity, couldn't it? By thinking about if onlys. But woven into the fabric of all of these wishful complaints is a sigh rooted in the daily grind of discontentment. Taken far enough, the if-onlys result in self-pity and that's one of the most destructive and repulsive of all attitudes. Discontentment is one of those daily grinds that forces others to listen to our woes, but not for long. Discontented souls soon become lonely, isolated souls. So don't dwell in discontentment. Don't dwell in the if-onlys. A wise man once said, usually find what you're looking for. What are you looking for today? What are you looking at today? Are you looking at God? Are you thinking about His Scriptures? Are you thinking of the things that He wants in your life? The question for us today is, what are we looking for? Reasons to celebrate the goodness of God or reason to cry? Woe is me, many are saying. Let us celebrate the life of Summer today, the reason that we were glad that she was a member of our church, one of our neighbors, one of our friends. I remember the first time that I walked up on Summer's porch, or one of the first times, and knocked on her door. From the inside came, Come in! <laughs> Didn't sound quite right. <laughs> so I knocked again. Come in? Well, I did. I opened that door. It was unlocked. And I opened the door and I went in. And there was nobody there. I started calling Summer's name. And then I heard it. There in the kitchen, come in! <laughs> Her bird. It was one of those things that is strictly summer. I'll remember that for the rest of my days. Summer came with us to church 
for a while while we lived in Breezes and, and uh, we would go and pick her up. And she was almost always ready to go. But I remember one Sunday we pulled in the driveway and I knocked on the door and I don't remember whether that come in was there or not but I knew not to come in if I heard it. And no one came to the door. And so I knocked again. And here came Summer with a house coat on. And she looked at me and she said, is it Sunday? <laughs> now before we criticize her too much, most of us that are retired have come to the place of saying, what day is it anyway? <laughs> right? Well, Summer was almost always very sharp, keeping up with what day it was. And not many times we had to knock on the door twice. She was there, ready to come. We have some good memories of Summer. And like was said a moment ago, she was looking forward to the Lord's return. She was ready to go. And she wanted Him to come back. She wasn't wanting to live much longer on this earth. She wanted the Lord to come and take her. And we talked about that quite often. Well, He didn't come. But He is coming. He is coming. And this is the thing that I wanted to leave with you today. He's coming again. Are you ready? Have you trusted in Jesus Christ as your personal Savior? If you haven't, I would love to show you from the pages of God's Word. I don't ask you to take my word for it. But I do ask you to take God at His Word. And let me show you from the Word of God, from the Scriptures, what you need to do today that you can be prepared for His coming. For His return or for your death, whichever one comes first. Behold, now is the accepted time. Behold, now is the day of salvation. Let us stand again, and we're going to sing our final hymn, Precious Memories.
come and lead us in our closing prayer please and on behalf of Hillside Baptist Church and the memory of summer thank you for being here today and we pray that things will go well in your life as you leave dear Heavenly Father I just pray and thank you that we're all able to be here for summer dear Lord God everyone here knows how happy she is now with you. And we will be there someday again to see her. I pray and thank you, dear Lord God, for the time that we had had with her here. I enjoyed every Sunday picking her up and talking to her and kidding her about something and telling her she was getting a little fat. Lord, I loved her. And I pray that each and every one here did. We, you know, Lord, that we're going to miss her. And I just pray and thank you, dear Lord God, for us being here, for the people that's here today. I pray and thank you, dear Lord God, for your love, dear Heavenly Father, towards each and every one of us here. I pray and ask these things, dear Lord God, in your Son, Jesus Christ's name. Amen. Amen. Contact information is as follows. Dr. Steve Wood, Pastor phone or message at 
email at steverwood002 at gmail.com. Prayer requests can be sent directly to hbcprayerlist2020 at gmail.com. Thank you, and God bless.